The Newport Harbor High School Alumni Association is excited to bring you interviews with favorite faculty and alumni, originally aired on local KOCI radio. Support our programs and stay in touch with the NHHS people you love most by updating your info at newportharboralumni.org. Or find us on Facebook and Instagram at Newport Harbor Alumni. And as always, go Sailors! Joining me now is A.G. Kawamura, Newport Harbor High School Class of 1974, California Secretary of Agriculture, 2003 to 2010 under then-Governor Arnold Schwarzenegger. Also was the Newport Harbor High School Junior and Senior Class President uh, during his time there as a sailor. A.G., thanks for hopping on to chat with me here today. Thank you, Alex. It's a pleasure to speak with you today. So first things first, I know you are a third-generation fruit and vegetable grower, and I'm personally very interested in Orange County's agricultural history, especially growing up here. I was Newport Harbor High School, class of 2009, so I didn't really get to see, based on my age, I didn't really get to see a lot of that agricultural history or a lot of agriculture in Orange County. What was it like growing up here, and how was farming or agriculture a part of your life growing up here in this area? Well, as you might know, uh, growing up uh, as young children, it was before the 405 was born, uh, was made, and I was born in 1956, clearly, and uh, ag- agriculture in Orange County was one of the top industries. In fact, uh, for the whole Southern California region, there was a tremendous amount of agriculture uh, in, in our area. L.A. County was number one in the nation, and believe it or not, Orange County was one of the top uh, five counties uh, in terms of dollar value of agricultural products uh, during those 40s and 50s um, in the United States. And what what do you think, this is maybe a big picture question, but you seem like the guy who'd be able to answer that. Is there a future for agriculture in OC or has that ship sailed? No, absolutely. You know, if you think about it, people have to eat. And uh, these days, whether you're producing uh, agricultural products on open land, uh, in a, in unusual places like a park or uh, even indoors uh, or on a rooftop. Uh, there's so many places where you can produce food these days, and the tools that you have to do that are have never been more uh, accessible. And so the future for food production in, in our area, in Orange County, uh, is basically a matter of, of course, business and, and imagination. Tell me about your time as the California Secretary of Agriculture, 2003 to 2010. How did you come to be appointed to that position, and what was that job like? Well, it was uh, uh, an unusual set of circumstances. I, I had been on a, uh, a fair board, Orange County Fair Board member, and then had uh, moved up to be a, an advisor, if you will, on the State Board of Agriculture. And at that time, there was, as you might remember, a recall in 2003 going into 2003, a recall of uh, then-Governor Davis to recall and, and take him out of office and then put somebody back in. And it was Arnold Schwarzenegger then that stepped into that uh, void. And with uh, his appointment, he was an unusual uh, kind of politician in that he wasn't a politician at all. He was you know, a person from the, from the business community and obviously the uh, music industry, I mean, the movie industry as well. Uh, but a celebrity in his own right, but he had a business background and was able to step in uh, into that governor's role. And instead of using the typical politics that surround uh, the election of a governor, he brought in basically a lot of policy folks. And I, I would consider myself, have considered myself a policy person in agriculture. And this door opened.
wide open in a very short span of time. And I think I first thought about or was heard about the chance to go up to Sacramento in September. And by November of 2003, I was actually showed up and working uh, as the cabinet secretary for the Department of Food and Agriculture uh, up there uh, without having ever thought of doing that before. So it was a really unusual set of circumstances driven by that recall. Yeah, that is. That is unusual. I remember that. I was, you know, I was in high school when Arnold was governor. So uh, I I do remember him uh, as my governor during my time at Newport Harbor High School. When you were California Secretary of Agriculture, what would you say maybe was your most proud moment or or you look back upon um, your greatest achievement in that role? Well, uh, I I think what we had hoped to do during that time, and I thought we were fairly successful, is trying to reintroduce, if you will, uh, how important agriculture is to everybody that's a stakeholder, that is, everybody that eats every day. And I think we've seen an erosion of the support and the understanding of what agriculture does, uh, whether it's globally, nationally, or, of course, in our own state. And the idea that we were hoping to find uh, a path forward, if you will, a way to define and, and describe what agriculture would look like in the year 2030, we actually had a wonderful process called uh, the Agricultural Vision Process, Ag Vision, and it uh, allowed us to bring in all the different stakeholders, if you will, from the environmental community, from the hunger community, the nutrition community, obviously from the ag, all the different ag commodities, but bring everybody into a, a space where we could talk about the future without you know, necessarily uh, elbowing each other, but looking in a vision way, what can we be, what can California agriculture be? And I think that was our most exciting moment is conducting that process through the State Board of Agriculture. I find this stuff fascinating. I hope our listeners do as well. A.G. Kawamura joining me here, Newport Harbor High School, class of 1974, Newport Harbor High School, Hall of Fame inductee. Let's talk about your time as a sailor, A.G. You played football, you were a wrestling team captain, and you were a two-time senior class president. When you look back on your days at Harbor, what uh, what are some of your fondest memories there as a sailor? You know, I think just the freedom of being, uh, I hate to say this, uh, basically not forced to be so grown up at a time, uh, at that time, although the Vietnam War was just uh, coming to an, a close uh, in our class. We were the last uh, year of the draft, for example, um, and as the Vietnam War came to an end, uh, we had this, I think, uh, uh, an opportunity to be somewhat sheltered, I think, from the harsher realities of the world, but at the same time uh, had some great teachers that would, you know, constantly remind you that you are living in a bubble and that you do have, you know, a world ahead of you to get involved with. So uh, I, I think for my for my time there, we had that dual thing of some great, great teachers as, lo- as well as some great uh, opportunities to uh, actually be young people growing up in, in, in a pretty interesting time compared to the challenges that we see today. Yeah, absolutely. Different challenges, different era than the time I went to Harbor, 2005 to 2009. And I ask all my interviewees here on this interview series brought to you by the Newport Harbor High School Alumni Association, I'll ask you the same thing I ask everyone else. What do you think makes Newport Harbor High School special? Because I think conducting these interviews, I've found that it is, and attending there myself, it is a special place. So what do you think makes NHHS a special a special institution? Well, I, I think growing up at the time, of course, we were, um, I think, able to not, you know, um, not 
maybe be so pressured um, by what today are viewed as social inequities, uh, social pressures, uh, political realities, uh, and maybe that's not a good thing. And when I when you look back at it, that many of us uh, that and I, I can speak for myself because obviously there was plenty of folks that were very engaged in in what was going on. Uh, whether it was with the war, with the civil rights movement, but um, I, I talk about a bubble, a protect, uh, protect bubble of, of how we were able to grow up. Is that we we did we were sheltered, I think, from some of those harsher realities uh, that might have existed had we grown up in other parts of the country, up other areas where uh, challenges of poverty, challenges of uh, environmental uh, degradation, all those type of things. Uh, they were out there, and they were certainly out there alive and well in in, in that time. Well, throughout this, you know, throughout our lives, if you will. But in, in Newport, you had a chance, I think, uh, to understand what it meant to have community, and maybe having grown up there all all my life, uh, the community meant you knew people from across all spectrums. You knew people from uh, both adults and your your you know, your compatriots, if you will. Um, that uh, you saw over the course of a lifetime. And so you got to mature over the course of a lifetime and have experiences together over the course of a lifetime. And at Newport Harbor, uh, certainly it was a wonderful, beautiful high school to be able to grow up in. And yet at the same time, um, I think we all recognize that, okay, there'll come a point in time when we have to get up and leave, which made it even all the more dear to you that uh, you, you, you had a good... A, for those of us that had great high school experiences, you 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 treasure that uh, really for the rest of your life. Yeah, I I, sh- I I share those thoughts as well. Ag, talking about you were a third generation fruit and vegetable grower growing up in this area. Were, were was your family's farms, or were your family's farms here in the Newport Mesa area, or where were they located? Yeah, uh, when we came into the county, I, I was two years old in 1958, and actually grew up just around. Uh, the corner from the high school, uh, and my parents stayed there for the their the, their entire rest of their lives. And my brother now lives uh, at our family home. And but we farmed originally in the Costa Mesa Valley area, and then also the Irvine area. So we were in the county uh, farming on different properties, and we're uh, still currently one of the, if not the oldest, active tenant on the Irvine ranch. And yet we still are farming in different open spaces within the within the county. So it goes back a long time. I think I mentioned before the 405 freeway was built, uh, there was a lot of agriculture everywhere. And uh, little by little, we just continue to find spots where we can still farm. Wow. So you're, so you're still farming in OC? Right. Uh, yes, we are. We're over there at the Seal Beach Button Station. We're on the, uh, the new uh, Orange County Great Park at, in Irvine. And then we also farm on a few other places. I love it. Something about people growing produce in Orange County warms my heart. Maybe that's maybe I'm romanticizing it too much, but I do love hearing that people are out here still, you know, still farming in 2020 in Orange County. Yeah, and we do hope that there's a new generation of young farmers uh, and actually older individuals that are looking to farm and looking to produce all kinds of specialty crops um, in their own way, uh, in their own market space here. Where you have, you know, believe it or not, you've got, well, you, you would know, 20 million people that live within about a two-hour drive yeah. of where we are. And so going back to the idea that everybody has to eat, 
there's plenty of opportunity for producers to find that marketplace and, and, and actually get geared up and start a new uh, career in, in agriculture. Well, let's end with this, AG. What, what advice would you give or how could you guide someone in the direction if they wanted to get involved, start a new career in agriculture or learn something about, you know, taking some steps in that direction? Well, I tell you, we have a wonderful local nonprofit called, interestingly, Solutions for Urban Agriculture. It's sfua.org is the website on that. And what we are doing is we're working collaboratively with food banks, with the Orange County Farm Bureau, with the University of California, with other uh, partners in Orange County to create these great solutions uh, for uh, how you might address food insecurity or, or hunger or nutrition nutrition deficiency with an agriculture model in an urban area and so whether it's uh, identifying a vacant lot or an unusual spot in uh, at a high school for example where that does belong Westminster High School working with the local uh, FFA the future farmers of America there at the high school and we're custom growing food for the Orange County Food Bank but that's a good example where there's a plenty of opportunities for young people to um, step up, do some volunteer, and learn actually hands-on learning on how they might create food supplies. And, and some of the other projects we have, if you go on that website, um, you'll find a lot of neat things going on there. That's sfua.org. sfua.org, Solutions for Urban Agriculture. I'll look that up. And I have seen that that farmland right there off the 405 at Westminster High School. I've always been curious about that. Yeah, that's again a great project where we were able to step on in with the high school and the that's the Huntington Beach Unified School District, uh, 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 a uh, uh, an opponent of the Newport Harbor School District, right? Yeah. If you will, in our in our sports activities, but uh, they actually have done some great uh, vision work there to help step up and let us use uh, any of these resources that can be suddenly transformed into uh, food production uh, sites, and we're really excited about that. Yeah, maybe in the future we can try to get something going urban agriculture-wise at Newport Harbor High School. Well, if you think about it, uh, an edible landscape is just nothing more than a landscape that has been altered a little enough to give you something back instead of uh, something you can look at, right? Uh, You can still look at it, but uh, uh, these new edible landscapes are possible anywhere and everywhere you see something green growing with an irrigation system. Yeah, I love that. I love that vision. Let's let's try to make something happen at Newport Harbor High School. I'd love to see it. A.G. Kawamura, Newport Harbor High School Hall of Fame inductee, former California Secretary of Agriculture, class of 1974, joining me here. A.G., thanks for making some time to chat. I, I really love learning about not just Orange County's agricultural history, but the potential agricultural future here locally. Thank you, Alex, for the opportunity to just share some of these thoughts with you. And again, have a happy holiday season and All the best to you and and yours.